Hey everyone, I'm Coach Matt Chapman and the host of Beta 5. This podcast is a working project where I aim to synthesize the essential lessons that I continue to learn as a lifelong student, an educator, and a high-performance coach who works with athletes around the world. My hope in this project is to cultivate a growth mindset, critical thinking about human development, and best practices for building a stronger mind and body. And it starts right now on Beta 5. I happen to know our next guest quite well. She is my daughter, who I continue to learn from and be inspired by on a daily basis. To the climbing world, she's a 10-time youth national champion, a gold medalist at the Youth Pan American Lead Climbing Championships, and in 2018, she made Canadian history by being the first Canadian female to make a bouldering final at the Youth World Championships, placing fourth, and she repeated the accomplishment again in 2019. Later that year, Indiana suffered what we imagine might be a career-ending injury. But true to her nature, Indiana began a long, difficult battle, mentally and physically, to not only recover, but to improve. In October of 2019, I was projecting with my friends, and halfway through the session, while I was doing an aggressive heel hook, a move that I've been doing for years, I heard a loud pop. I used to pride myself on being so injury-free. I had plenty of tweaks over the years, but never an injury at all. I took stretching and recovery very seriously, and I had strong, flexible, and mobile joints. Ironically, heel hooks were my absolute favorite move in climbing, so injuring my knee that way was pretty shocking. After a month of doctor's appointments, physiotherapy appointments, MRIs, and ultrasounds, I finally got a firm diagnosis. I had completely torn my LCL, dislocated my patella, and tore my IT band. I remember sitting on the table in the doctor's office after receiving the results and just bursting into tears. On top of that, I was presented with the difficult decision of whether or not to go ahead with surgery. The type of tear I had was so unusual that the surgeons weren't completely confident with doing the surgery, and the process might damage the mobility of my knee forever. I even remember one doctor telling me that I would never be able to climb in the same way I had before, and that tore me apart. I finally decided to let my knee heal on its own and hope for the best. But beginning my road to recovery with that uncertainty was so terrifying. I began to question my identity, and at that point in my life, being a climber was the only thing I wanted to be. I kept hearing the words from that doctor, and I wondered if my climbing career was over. And that was the worst part of it all. Driving home after hearing the news, I was physically sick, thinking about my life without climbing. Now, this sounds like a sad story, but it gets better. Although I felt depressed and sorry for myself for about a week after the injury, I suddenly woke up one morning and just went to work. My main weakness in climbing was always steep, powerful boulders and wall angles. So, because I wasn't allowed to climb, I drilled into that weakness, basically doing nothing but working on upper body strength and finger strength for four months straight. Regarding the loss of mobility that was predicted by my doctors, well, I was obsessive about my rehab exercises, or as I like to call it, knee-hab exercises. I was patient with the process, and I am very proud to say that my LCL is completely healed, and I have nearly all my mobility back. The strength in my knee is now stronger, though I still stay away from aggressive heel hooks, but I found ways around that in my climbing. I came out on the other side of my injury as a new climber and a new person. I'm now stronger than I've ever been, I overcame a weakness that I had throughout my climbing career, and most importantly, I fell more deeply in love with climbing and competing. I miss competing so much, I can't even tell you. I've always been very joyful about competing, always positive, excited, and rarely nervous, but I returned to competitions with an even brighter joy and passion than before. I climbed freely, powerfully, and my focus was not on the results, but on climbing itself. Looking back on it now, I am grateful for my injury. 
I know that may sound like a crazy thing to say, but it helped me become more resilient. I honestly don't know if I would have recognized my need to improve as much as I have in the past two years without it happening. So my two pieces of advice for anyone who is injured or overcoming an injury are these. First, trust the process and the healing time, because I promise you will look back in a year and see it as a small thing, a blip. Be future focused and stay positive. Second, and most importantly, do everything in your power to improve during your time off. Be diligent about your rehab exercises and pound out an area of weakness until it turns into a strength. That can mean working on flexibility, upper body strength like me, finger strength, or even your mental game, which in my opinion can always be improved. Do whatever you can to gain something from your injury. What feels like a step back, make sure the end result is two steps forward and turn your injury into a victory. To be honest, as someone who shared this journey with Indiana as a coach and as a dad, I so deeply felt what she was going through, and it really was a difficult time. And these sorts of setbacks usually are. You know, it's not easy to look beyond the pain and frustration that we are feeling in the moment. And so I was taken aback by Indiana's sudden flipping of the switch. The narrative that she at first played out in her head was, you know, that of doubt and self-pity, which comes naturally with an injury of this magnitude. But then she just changed the narrative. You know, instead of seeing this injury as a possible finality, she convinced herself that it was an opportunity. And maybe this is something we can all learn from. You know, whether we're dealing with a job loss, a relationship breakdown, or any kind of injury to our sense of progress, these can feel like one big step back, but they can also become two powerful steps forward. The narrative that we tell ourselves is always going to be the deciding factor. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow and subscribe. If you want to know more about my coaching services, visit coachmattchapman.com and we'll see you next time on Beta 5.